Hello, welcome to the Keynotes Podcast, a podcast based out of Trinity Christian College, where we focus on students and their research. My name is Aaron DeBoer, and today I have a very special guest with me. So special, in fact, I spend every single day of my life with her. My wife, Maria DeBoer. Welcome to the show, Maria. Oh, thanks, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to have you. You know, uh, people might be thinking, oh, it's his wife. He's cheating. But no, you have some very intriguing research that I've heard about, and I've been nagging you to be on the show, so I'm glad that you're finally here. I suppose I am too. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, What grade are you, uh, major, and what kind of research are you doing? Um, So I'm a senior psychology major right now. I'm going to graduate in May. Woohoo! And um, I am working on some research that I've done for my capstone psychology class. Okay. Um, Basically, it's talking about media and like cell phone usage and how that affects relationships interesting so this capstone class um is it research by yourself or are you with other people no this is a research by myself actually um i did this research pretty much for a persuasive blog okay um and also how it relates to christianity oh very nice yes so tell us about it like where do you start with all of this you know Yeah, it was kind of hard for me to figure out at first, actually, but um, eventually I found some arguments that have been intriguing to me and hopefully to others as well. But um, pretty much I wanted to see how technology like cell phone usage and social media and everything like that affects how people act with one another on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. So basically... um, One of the arguments that we talked about was how most people think that, like, technology can ease social tension and awkwardness in conversation sometimes. Okay. Yep. Um, But my argument was that this is not necessarily true all the time. So um, I actually found a case study where it showed that people have increased boredom and decreased enjoyment when they have cell phone usage at the dinner table oh interesting yes so people are more bored when they're on their phones at the dinner table right generally speaking generally speaking yes (laughs) um it was really interesting because you wouldn't really think that you know like no you'd think you'd be less bored if you're using your phone right if i'm on instagram you know looking at all those cool pictures or playing candy crush whatever right i wouldn't think i'm more bored no but they actually found that people who are using their phone more meant they were more bored in their conversations so interesting yeah social interactions were uh struggling a little bit when the phones were out at the dinner table right yep and yeah there's a couple other arguments if you want me to keep talking about absolutely it. okay i'm all ears <laughs> everybody else here is all ears all right um Another one is mostly based on the internet, but most people think that, like, it's really easy to find new relationships on the internet. Um, All the friends you can make on Facebook and social media, Tinder, everything like that, you know? I did some research, and to, like, counter-argue this, uh, I found that with internet 
it's actually decreasing intimacy in relationships right um because of a lot of internet abuse you know that can go on now that used to not happen when there wasn't the internet you know you mean like bullying and type stuff bullying even like porn Mm -hmm. stuff like that um that can decrease like partner intimacy you know um deep things that really should be between two people that you can find on the internet really easily right um so yeah this isn't necessarily the best thing for relationships um specifically between romantic couples Mm -hmm. yeah so you would encourage from your studies yeah um relationships and couples to if you do meet online meet in person as well at the very least yes right? exactly Try, at least not don't be entirely online because that you can hide a lot of things i imagine right and you never really know who they are online you know right right very so, interesting yeah um and like going along with that people believe that if you use the internet and social media you can become less lonely you know, because there's a lot um, going on on the internet and everything like that that uh-huh. you can look up and be like, oh, I see my friend's pictures on social media. Like, I'm not bored or lonely. Um, but instead, actually, I found that people who are already lonely will not use the internet appropriately. Instead, they will use the internet to be like a distraction, to not go out and hang out with people, um, and to, yeah, basically not need to go have social interactions, mm-hmm. which can even more so increase their loneliness. Right, right. So what I kind of wanted to argue here is like it's really important for people to get interaction with others to decrease loneliness, you know? Internet can't fulfill all those needs um, with one another. Although it can help you connect with people, it's not going to get all the needs that you need to have to fulfill your desire for social interaction. Right, right. That's kind of like our hardwire, our, our human nature um, for connection with others. Uh, you're saying can't fully be satisfied over the computer. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like thinking about it in a Christian perspective, like I believe we're called to be in fellowship with one another and to have community, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And God calls us to do that. And we're all part of one body. We all have different things and God calls us to be with one another and worship him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. So going beyond this, um, I know psychology, you do a lot of surveys human studies um maybe experiments you could call it have you thought of or are you even doing any of these experiments or surveys yourself for this research i'm not right now this is kind of a preliminary um thing just doing the background research before i could do anything else um but maybe someday i could right you know so what just theorize with me what would this research this survey this experiment this study what would it look like you know would you do kids adults classmates um phones video games even i don't know like where would you start um i think i would maybe start with phone research yeah everybody Um, has a phone yeah exactly 
um, see something of like how many times a person looks at their phone during the day, um, see how people interact with one another and how phone can be used in that interaction mm-hmm. or maybe even hinder that interaction. Um, I'm not sure exactly how to do that. You definitely <laughs> have to do more research before that because yeah, yeah. it's kind of difficult to observe sometimes. Right. And you don't know how people are feeling. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. it would take a deeper dive, obviously. But exactly. We got to start somewhere, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I guess like the main thing that I really wanted to talk about was like how I think it's important for people to be educated about this as well. Oh. This is kind of the ending of my paper, my thesis that uh-huh. I wanted to say. Yeah. Is it's just important I think for people to realize that technology can hinder relationships, but it also can be really good for relationships if it's used in a w- certain way, you mm-hmm. know? Mhm. Um because you can stay connected with people all over the world. Um if you don't have family close by like we don't have siblings close by. We have siblings all the way in Canada, yeah, you know, right. um, stuff like that. So it's definitely important. And I think knowing how to use the Internet appropriately can really increase relationships as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So if there's more knowledge about proper usage, you know, when to use it versus when not. Right. Um, I'm sure that could play a big role in your studies and what you're finding too yeah exactly yeah so maybe that could start with like teaching little kids how to use the internet in grade school already you know stuff like that um showing appropriate usage by parents leading an example (laughs) everything like that yeah so i think that's something that's gonna be really important in the future as well right adapting to that technology and like something that came to mind when you're talking about Uh, learning when to use technology, when to integrate it versus when not to. Uh, To me, that reminded me of like in the classroom or in uh, the church, for example, like what types of technology do you adapt to and take in versus what do you kind of shut out in favor of that face-to-face communication and I guess um, original way of communicating with one another. Right, exactly. It's definitely something that I think needs to be thought about mm-hmm. and studied eventually. <laughs> <laughs> By you, perhaps? Maybe, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's not an easy answer because there's so much technology all around us mm-hmm. and we'll continue having more and more technology around us right. in the future. Who knows what that exactly is going to look like and how the church and how schools are going to deal with all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing your research, Maria. Uh, it's been fascinating seeing what technology does, how it plays a role in interpersonal communications, uh, when to use it and when not to. Very intriguing. So thanks for being with us, Maria. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. My wonderful wife. Thanks for volunteering <laughs> to be on this podcast. And uh, <laughs> this has been the Keynotes Podcast with Aaron DeBoer and Maria DeBoer. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.